my plant had babies. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? My plant had babies. That's weird. So, like, I didn't know that a snake plant could do this or or, mother, oh. or mother's tongue could do this. I yeah. Okay, so, like, I have plants above my bed. And um, I don't have very good lighting in my apartment. So the only plants that are up there are ones that can survive a couple weeks without watering and ones that can survive with not a whole lot of sunlight. So it's, it's – That makes sense. Not a lot have made it. Um, it is what it is. So yeah. I have a snake plant that is just apparently vibing and thriving even though I haven't fucking watered it in a month. I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, I was looking at my plants above uh, my, my bed and I see this little green thing. Sticking out yeah. on my on my snake plant. I went, what the fuck is that? So I grabbed the pot and I'm looking at it. It's a little baby. Aww. It's a little baby. So I was like, can I snap this off and replant it? So like the first one that I did, I kind of didn't go down far enough and I snapped it off kind of too high. But I was like, we'll try it. It's fine. So then I was like, let me look around. And then I flipped over to the other side and I found another baby. I found okay, another that's cute. baby. <laughs> that's cute, I guess. Yeah, so that one, that one when I snapped it off, I got a root with it. I went like way down into it and snapped it off, and then I got a root with it. So I hell yeah, I have a little itty bitty little pot because they're uh-huh. they're, they're itty bitty. They're like only like yeah. maybe an inch tall. Oh, and so I got a little pot and I That's put pretty it, cute. I actually. put yeah, I put some dirt in it and I put them in there. I just wanted to see if they would take, if they would grow, if they would give, and they are. They're growing. I'm gonna I'm gonna gift one to one of my coworkers because um, he's sad that I'm gonna be leaving soon. Aww. So I'm gonna give one to him, and then um, I'm giving the other one to lady friend eventually when they <laughs> when they take off. Gay. So, shut up. So I gotta get pots. <laughs> shut up. I gotta get pots. I never will. I know. I know. You're a Gemini. I know. When you when a Gemini it's true. when a Gemini stops talking, there's something wrong. Just FYI for everyone to know. Is that what's wrong with me? What? That I'm a Gemini. Is that what's wrong with me? That's what I'm saying. All I'm sa- all, oh. all that I am <laughs> saying. All that I'm saying, mm. if a Gemini stops talking, there is something mm. wrong. Gross. Okay. So anyways, um, baby plants and they're doing great and I will keep everyone. I know everyone's so excited for the baby snake plants. I'll keep everybody in the loop on how the baby snake plants are doing. I know. Yes, please. Such a resolving. So I had something funny at work happen. Oh. So. Tell me. So um, there's a there's a um, meeting that my coworker Dan is supposed to lead with like, yeah. a, like some, another group of people and the other group of people showed up. And then it was just me for my team because my team lead is out. And so is one of my other coworkers. So it's just oh. Dan and myself. And Dan did not show up for this meeting. And I was not comfortable with doing it because I was like, this meeting's specifically 100% for him. Yeah. Now, yes, because he's picky about it. So uh, they're like, uh, Dan's not here. And I was like, hey, I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is. No, no. I just know he's in another building and I can't find him. Uh, give me just a second. So I'm like trying to ping him, text him. And then I, I, I hang up out of the call and I, I try calling his desk over there and he's not answering. So I'm like trying to message people because I know there was like a big meeting beforehand. So I'm like messaging people. Have you seen Dan? Have you seen Dan? Have you seen him? I know he like oh, no. like he just roams around over there. So I call back in the meeting. I'm like, I cannot find him. I said, we can either do one or two things. I said, we can postpone for 30 minutes or we can cancel it because like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what Dan wants out of this. So whatever. Right. So, um. They were like, yeah, we could try postponing for 30 minutes. So I messaged uh, a friend of mine over in the other building. I was like, have you seen Dan? And she's like, no, but like sometimes he walks in here and like just kind of like whatever and then walks out. And I'm like, that sounds about right. And so <laughs> and so she's like, well, I can go down to his desk. Where do you guys sit? And as I'm like typing that out, she goes, he just walked in. <laughs> oh, are you fucking kidding me? So she told him 
that there's a one o'clock meeting he's supposed to be in. He goes, oh, I missed that. Katie can do it. And then just turned around and walked out of the room. LOL. And I'm panicking because I was like, I don't want to conduct this meeting. I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. So I'm like, and so I was like, tell him that I pushed it back to 1.30. She's like, no, he walked out. I was like, fuck. No, he's gone. So he <laughs> did go back down to his desk. And, I was, and so like he messaged me that he was stuck somewhere. And so I called him. and I was like, oh, this meeting's for you. And he was like, I why just, aren't you here? He's like, yeah, I just cancel it. He goes, I know everything about it. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the Bruh. fuck? <laughs> so Bruh. I messaged the other group, which they were thankful for. So I, like, I messaged him. I was like, cancel it. So she's like, dope. Thanks. <laughs> Great. So that happened. <laughs> that happened. And it was just really ironic that she's like, yeah, sometimes Dan comes in here. And then like 30 seconds later, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, another funny story. Yeah. This all happened in like. This all on the same day. It was like a really funny day. I actually also scared the ever-loving fuck out of my other coworker, Chris, and that was hilarious. Um, he was opening up a sandwich wrap, and the crinkling <gasps> of the paper um, dis- like disguised my walking. So I, oh, I, I got see. up, I got up right in his ear, and I was like, "Show me!" And I wanted to see his sandwich that he got. So then uh-huh. that yeah. scared him so bad, he was like flushed red and like screamed. And I was like, "Damn, dude! Like, I just want to see your yeah. sandwich. Don't freak out about it." I anyway. probably would have flailed. So yeah, yeah. Good thing he's not a flailer. No, he's not a flailer. I would have got hit in the face. Anyways, so. <laughs> The other joke, the other funny thing is, is that um, my friend Alexis, who's in the other building, that chick that I called to find Dan, Alexis, she was like, um, yeah. she's like, I gotta tell you a story. I was like, tell me the story. This is content for my podcast. So tell me. So she said that she was in a meeting and there was a group of older people, we'll just say older people, mm-hmm. in another conference room. So they had people in the conference room and she was dialed into the meeting and she said she kept hearing this loud beep, like this really, really high pitched beep over the um telecommunication system and she's like what the fuck she's like what is that and she's like she thought it was something wrong with the with the system um because no one else in the room was saying anything about it she was like it was very obvious that this beeping kept going on yeah and and so the guys in the room were conducting the meeting and one of the guys um his name is john he was like uh hang on a second and just mutes the mic and it's just silence so Alexis, is oh. there. yeah, Alexis, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on?" So finally, the mic unmutes, and he goes, "Um, security just walked in and said that there was an alarm going off." Oh, <laughs> so, so Oops. apparently the armed the armed security guard walked in and said, "You know the security alarm's going off, right?" And John was like, and a couple other people in the room were like, "No, what are you talking about?" And the guy's like, "The security alarm is literally going off right now. Can you not hear it?" And they went, "Nope." So that high pitched beep, no one in the room could fucking hear except for like Alexis over the the, the telecom thing, and um, the door was locked, and um, it, they were supposed to like dismiss the alarm but apparently it was such a high frequency that none of the quote-unquote older people in the room could hear it yeah i was about to ask was it because it was such a high-pitched sound yep and you can't hear stuff as you get old yep i haven't hit that point yet but i know it's coming and it makes me sad yeah i get to hear um really good shit and i'll be sad when i don't so yeah that's just the lessons learned that was a really funny story so um damn tell me your funny story uh, well, first off, did I ever tell you about the time that I went to the beach and why I refused to swim at the beach ever again? Went to the beach, beach, come yeah. get away. They say what they're going to say. Have a drink, click, found a Bud Light. Bad bitches like me is hard to come by. You stress me out. Who? Who is that? Are you fucking serious? That's ser- Nicki Minaj. There you go. Okay. We it took be, me a second. We can be friends. I had to hear it in her voice. <laughs> um, You got stung by a jellyfish. Yep. 
Yep. Yep. Re- retell, yep. retell it to me because all that's all yep. I know. Okay. So I was uh, 16, 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there, like okay. young, um, at the beach for the very first time ever. It was in Georgia. I was so excited. It was going to be great. We were in Savannah. I was like, it's so fucking pretty and spooky and haunted here. This is great. Ah. And then, you know, go to the beach. Everything's cool. Having a good time. This was a Girl Scout trip, mind you. Oh. So uh, fun fact, everyone. I'm a Girl Scout. What's up? Hey. Oh, my God. Um, still get it. So, oh my uh, God. everything's cool. We're having a good time. This is like the one day we get to go to the beach because um, our trip is just like cram packed full of other shit. So, we're having a good time. We're, in, we're like going to get in the water. It's all cool. Um, one of my like troop moms loses her only pair of glasses in the ocean. Uh, like 15 minutes later, I'm like, I'm going to get in the ocean. This is going to be fun. It was not fun. In fact, <laughs> it was not fun. Um, <laughs> I'm the only person this shit happened to. But, like, I'm chilling. I'm having a good time. I'm like, ooh, the waves. This is wacky. Because, you know, never been in the ocean before. Right. Every, like, lake swimming is different than ocean swimming. Because Massively. lakes don't have big waves. So I get hit with a wave. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I'm like, ow, my butt hurts. That's weird. <laughs> so then I get out of the water. Because I'm like, oh, my butt hurts real bad. That's real weird. I don't like that. Like, the right cheek like where my swimsuit did not cover all the way like halfway down my thigh is fucking killing me oh my I'm god like, holy shit what happened so i go up to my mom and i'm like hey this weird thing happened i don't understand and she looks and she's like honey you got stung by a jellyfish and i was like you're kidding no what do you mean so i just have big red lines down my ass oh for where <sighs> the tentacles slapped you yep oh god yep. So then my mom's like, well, I don't have any vinegar. Let's go see if anybody else does. Because she's like, we're going to stop the burn. You know, I'm like, that, that doesn't sound like it would stop the burn. And she's like, no, it will. My mom's a nurse. So she's like, well, let's let's go talk to the little people. So we go to the little lifeguards, the, the little like 18 year olds that get paid to like make sure nobody drowns, which that <laughs> seems safe. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> she she goes up to him and she's like, hey, my kid just got stung by a jellyfish. Do you guys have any like vinegar or anything? And he goes... Nah, we don't carry that stuff. And my mom was like, you're at a fucking beach. What do you mean you don't carry that stuff? And he's like, no, we don't. Nobody ever gets stung by a jellyfish. <sighs> Look at my ass. <laughs> yep. And I was like, this is embarrassing. This is really uncomfortable. I hate this. So uh, they didn't have any vinegar. And my mom went, well, this sucks. And the guy goes, somebody could pee on her, I guess. No. <laughs> and I went, no, I'd rather deal with this hurting. This, no, uh-uh. Nope, not going to happen. Didn't they prove so that? that was cool. I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation. I'm pretty pr- sure they proved that actually peeing on somebody does not work. Probably we have had that conversation, but that whole thing is like seared into my mind. And yeah. I would rather deal with the pain of a jellyfish sting than somebody pissing on me. So that's cool. <laughs> does urine help? There we go. Does urine help with jellyfish stings? Uh, several popular methods to relieve the pain of jellyfish sting, one being to apply urine. However, UAMS specialist says there's no evidence that this method works. Despite what anybody tells you, do not apply vinegar, urine, or meat tenderizer to the affected area. Meat tenderizer? Huh. Um, bee sting. Bee, uh, meat tenderizer uh, is apparently a, a, like, southern way of, um... Huh. Helping with a bee sting, because my brother got stung by a yellow jacket, and then, like, my mom's second husband's mother, who's, like, 90-some-odd goddamn years old, was like, rub some meat temperaturizer on it. Um, and it worked. My brother was really upset. Huh. huh. Yep. Well, uh, when I got stung by a bee, um, this just segued into another story, so sorry, here we go. Um, 
when so so when when I was a little kid, when I was like five, I went to open the door at church. Um, because, you know, we were going to church and I was like, I'm going to be the good kid. And like, I went to open the door and apparently wasps had been building a nest in the door handle. Cause it was one of those like L shaped door handles. So I went to fucking open it and I got stung four different times in between my fingers. Oh my so. God. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just, I was not a lucky child. So my mom goes, Oh God, who smokes? Oh God, who smokes? And I was like, I don't know what that means. Why are you asking me? So she had me, like, bust open a cigarette and put the tobacco on the stings. I was like, that doesn't feel like it's going to work, but it made it stop hurting eventually. Or it just eventually quit hurting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But I did just Google tobacco on wasp stings. So you do get the end of a cigarette wet and squeeze a bit of it out and rub it on the sting. The nicotine acts as an antiseptic. See, so, like, I would be cool with that's weird with the nicotine. I just don't like like the fucking rat poisoning and fiberglass that's in a fucking cigarette to right be right. On, be on like a wound like that. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's apparently it goes away after ten minutes, which I that sounds accurate because it did in fact go away. So I, that's weird. I have a I have a very quick fun fact about myself. Okay, gimme, tell me what's my, up. My father is allergic to bees. <laughs> and I am allergic. Okay. I'm allergic to honey. <laughs> <laughs> I never connected that. That's kind of wacky. No, it was funny because like I told my dad I was allergic to honey, and he just gave me a weird look. I said, "You're allergic to bees, fucker. Figure it out." And then um, <laughs> I, there's probably no absolutely no correlation between the two, but I got him to leave me alone. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. So that's, that's how I dealt yeah. with that. So, anyways, um, so you interesting. Good? Interesting. Is that is it all? Yeah. Sort? Okay. All right. I mean, I have a work story, or I can share it for next time. Next time, we, we've, we've definitely Perfect. Gone, gone past the 10-minute mark. So just <laughs> write, write that in your notes. We'll save it for next time. My baby That's plant. That's wise, because I'll forget. My baby plant story took longer than I meant to. All right, so you want to know <laughs> what I'm not allergic to, though? What? <laughs> Spooky stories. I am. <laughs> there was something I was gonna say, but I lost it. I did wonder at like the vacant look in your eyes. Lights on, no one's home. Yeah, I was gonna I say mean, something. Same. I'm like tired. I slept 12 hours last night. How the fuck are you tired? You slept 12 hours. Yes, we've had this conversation. I'm a sloth. God, I don't understand. I'm pretty sure there's something wrong with me. Anyways, go to the doctor. No, because those fuckers are trying to double dip. I paid. I paid for all the blood work. And then they were like, oh, actually, here's the bill again, but without insurance deductions. It's like, what the fuck no. is this? Yeah, That's not how that works, my guy. No, so I got to call them and wait on the phone line for 30 minutes to say, hey, stop charging me for stuff that I already fucking paid for because you're trying to squeeze more money out of me. I see what you're doing. Thanks. That's aggressive. Yeah. They're aggressive, not you. Yeah, actually, I really like, hate going there to me. And I hate, because I'm still a baby. And I don't want to call and be like, explain why you're trying to charge me this. And then I have to like argue and I'm not confrontational, but it's like, I got to do this or otherwise like it's going to go on my record that I'm not paying off a medical bill. And then that's an issue with a lot of things in my life. That that's I don't, true. That I don't need. So I got to call I mean, them. I'll do it. F I, I would do it for you, but I'm not somebody that can like talk about your medical stuff or your I finances. Know. So I'm sorry, bud. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> all right. Heads or tails? Uh, booty ass. Oh my God. Like this kitty's booty ass right here. That, this yeah, one. that fucking dumpster cat. He's so cute. He quit eating again, but it just turns out he doesn't like fish flavored stuff anymore. 
So we bought him something that wasn't fish flavored, and he was like, oh, that's great, and then ate all of it. He's a fucking asshole. Cats are fucking assholes. Absolutely. Blake, Especially when they get old. Blake they is want right. it their way or no way. Right. Like, that's, now I can't feed my cat anything other than kitten food, and it's really fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing I can do. He will fucking starve himself. Literally, that's what happened to Frederick. Like, he just stopped fucking eating anything. And then, like, today we fed him, like, the little chunky beef-flavored stuff, and he <laughs> slurped it all up, and he was super happy. And then I even put some of his uh, kibble food that he refused to eat whenever there was fish-flavored cat food. And then he ate all of that. So I don't know what his problem is. He's just being an asshole. Blake was right. Cats are assholes. It's true. Blake is a cat. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He just doesn't like other cats. Yeah. I also need you to send me the debit card. I have it right here. I need you to, to send. send it. I have another thing that I'm sending tomorrow, and I have them put together so I don't forget them, and they're in my vision. So when I leave the house, I can be like, oh, fuck, I need that. I'm going to text you. So I can send it. Okay. Do it. Also, I, was, I still haven't gotten your birthday present together. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I have like half of it sitting there, but I actually have to like commission somebody to do the other Meh. thing. Meh. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's cool. Okay. I'm so not even worried. It's not funny. It's I'm cool. worried about it. I'll probably do it tomorrow. Your friendship fun. is enough. Your friendship is a gift. <laughs> Stop. Don't make that face at me. <laughs> I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that actually... Your crying's going to make me cry. Stop. <laughs> Why are we... <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, no. It's making me cry. Yeah, no. That's serious, too. So... There Stop. we are. It's it's recorded for posterity. Stop there it. There you go. If you're ever sad, you can just listen to this. Uh, <laughs> uh. I can't cry because all my screen says right here is, should you pee on a jellyfish sting? So that kind of just snapped me out of it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You can't be okay. like emotionally aware because I, of uh, jellyfish and pee. <laughs> right. I've been really emotional lately. It's the hormones. Anyways. You're pregnant. That's not true. No. And it landed on butts. <laughs> I'm gay. What the fuck? <laughs> like literally, literally when I had that surgery, my mom, and I, I wouldn't tell my mom what it was. And she was like, are you getting your tube tied? I was like, that fucking makes no sense. No, I mean, you don't need to. No, not eh. like gays. Being gay is a good enough birth control. Anyways, I told, that, I told that to a nurse one time. She got really uncomfortable. Anyways, it's booty ass. <laughs> you go first. It's booty ass. Before okay, we cool. start. Oh, wait. Sorry. I like <laughs> screamed that into your mic. That's fine. What? I'm not worried. What the fuck is this episode? Anyways. I don't know. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, if you want to sign up for whatever the fuck we do on these podcasts, and there's absolutely no structure to this, be sure to head on to Patreon to patreon.com slash hot hard barely know her. We have two tiers. We have the investigator tier that's $5 where you get your standard stuff of like a hi, a shout out. Hello. Close friends on Instagram. And then yeah. if you sign up for the $7 tier, you get access to bonus content, which Ooh. we talk about like the demon core, the... um. Gateway experience. I do my notes for the next one. Shit. It's your turn. Okay. Yeah, it is. And then you get a sticker in the mail. Okay. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Okay, cool, great. Um, Now you can go. Oh, okay, great. Cool, cool. Awesome. Great. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about the Redmont Hotel in Birmingham, Alabama. When did you do your notes? Today. Did you do them like on a Word document and then like paste it into a Google Doc? No. I just did them on a Google Doc. Why? Where the fuck are they? They're in the thing. Oh, you didn't number it. That's why. Uh, yeah. I was about to say. I'm what number is this anyway? I'm numbering it. It's 97. Okay, I thanks. It. I got it. Thanks. I got it. It's fine. I was about to say, it's just in there. I just didn't number it yet. Okay. Ha! Whoops, a daisy. There you go. Great. Cool. Thanks, bud. Go ahead. So the Redmont Hotel is a 14 store. bless you, 14 stories tall. It has 120 rooms. It's a cute little boutique hotel and conference center located on the corner of Fifth Avenue North. What? 
I like how you're giving the location of the um, hotel. hotel. Any, anyways, yeah. it's really crazy yeah. that there's 14 stories. Yes. And there's only a hundred and there's only 120 rooms. 120 rooms. Yes. yes. Wait, 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 yes. wait, 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 wait. It looks very small. Like it, so, it, it's only like four rooms wide. Like it's. Well, one, wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine windows on the front and one, two, three, four on the side. Correct. So and I think one of those is like, I don't know. Actually, hallways? I don't know. It's about I don't know what the setup is. It's about 10 rooms per floor. About. Because like the first floor is yeah. obviously like concierge and like the yeah. main lobby. All the things. So it's about 10, about 10, 10, 10 rooms per floor. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Okay, so, uh, corner of 5th Avenue North and 21st Street in Birmingham, Alabama, Ballahama. Thank you. You're welcome. It was named after Birmingham's Red Mountain, which is apparently a really big thing in Birmingham. It's the oldest hotel in Birmingham that is still in use. So there are older hotels. That is something that I noticed that people got super uppity about. So there are older hotels for all of you Ballahama folks. This one is just the oldest running hotel, like consist like it didn't close for things it's not been closed and then reopened so oh, it's been it's like the, open the, for 91 years the longest running hotel yes. not the yes. oldest hotel correct okay. the longest running hotel okay okay it's currently owned by bayshore company tampa in tampa florida and is managed by raglan hospitality llc it Great. operates as a yeah, right a historic boutique hotel under the curio collection by hilton brand because the Hiltons own every hotel in existence. It's fucking annoying. It's crazy. If it's not Hilton, it's Wyndham. Yeah. All the old rich people. All the Weird. old fuckers. Anyways. Ha! It was designed by renowned architect G. Lloyd Preacher. This is ironic to me. Uh, who also created Atlanta's Art Deco Neo-Gothic City Hall in 1930. The hotel opened on May 1st, 1925 as a 200-room hotel. What happened? Started out as 200 rooms. What happened? Uh, the f- we'll get there. The 14-story hotel was built on the site of the first Christian church at uh, 2102 Fifth Avenue North in Birmingham. That's why I think it's so funny that the uh, the architect's last name is Preacher. I'm sorry. I dissociated during that last sentence that you just said. Will you back up? Yes. So it was built on the site of the first Christian church at 2102 Fifth Avenue North in Birmingham. Which the- is, comma, which is why I think it's really funny. The architect's name was Preacher. <laughs> wait, wait. So it was b- built on the on the land of a church? I'm confused. Yes. Yes. So the church sold the land to the Redmond developers in 1924. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right, there's actually, if you, if you Google it, there's like a little picture of this cute little cathedral church dealio that they purchased and then tore down and then built the hotel. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsies. So the Redmont was known to be Birmingham's most modern hotel, and when it opened, each room had its own private bathroom, which was unheard of in the 20s, and it had water-chilled ceiling fans. Isn't that cool? How? That's... I don't know. Wait, hold, hold the fuck up. How the fuck? I don't know how it works. Water-chilled. Chilled. Chicken. Ceiling fans. No, ceiling. What? <laughs> That was the auto chilled chickens. That's what it said. That I literally typed in water chilled and chicken was the next word. Uh, ceiling. You're so weird. Ceiling cassette. No, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening to I don't, Google? Bro? I don't know. Water cooled ceiling fans. Let's try that. Water cooled yeah. ceiling fans. What the fuck does that mean? 
I don't know. Uh oh. Water oh. pump plugs into the outlets. Hose spigot. I have we have to know. Why is oh it water gosh. what is water cooled? I don't know how it works. And I'm really annoyed that I don't know how it works. Wet rated fan. Here's apparently this is a fucking water cooled fan only. Fan cooling system. Mist I don't understand. Oh, apparently it mists? Ah But this is an outdoor fan. So obviously like the misting makes sense. Oh my goodness. Um We're gonna have to come back to this. We're gonna have to make this like a whole separate episode. Yeah, I don't know any of this because I tried to like add antique to it and that didn't really make like do anything. Once one, one simple ceiling fan hack that could save you money. Thank you, CNET. Uh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. We uh, can move on. Is it this. is it fine? Anyway, no, water cooled ceiling fans <laughs> apparently. Okay. Which is just wackadoodle to me. <laughs> so they were uh, super big commodities at the time, as you can imagine. Then, in the 1930s, the hotel had a bar known as the Rainbow Room, which is less gay than I hoped. There was, gay. in fact, <laughs> a group of influential men that liked to, like, meet and drink there, because, of course, they did. They called themselves, are you ready for this fucking name? No. The Knot Hole Gang. What? Like, K-N-O-T, the Knot Hole. That's not some, like, <laughs> weird fanfiction alpha omega universe <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I read it, and I was like, uh- um excuse me nobody google that if you know what it is i'm so sorry if you don't know what i'm talking about please do not fucking google it I, oh christ do not please your life <laughs> will change forever and you will hate it do not google that not for the better not for the better but yeah no i googled what uh oh. not whole gang like means i and wait a pr- uh, yeah my okay sorry i thought my google was gonna go off because we kept saying oh christ don't google Googled that it. okay i'm sorry mm-hmm. right, yes. go ahead oh no you're perfectly fine uh, Gary and I were having a conversation the other day, and one of us said something that didn't even remotely... Like, we had been saying Google blah, 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 blah for, like, an hour, and then we said something that wasn't even similar to that, and our Google Home goes, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up. Nobody was talking to you. It's awful. I bought that for you. Do you like it? You did. I love it. Do we you, use it all the time. Do you it's really? It's right here on my desk. Do yeah. Really? It's right here on my desk. Yeah. We really, really do. Awesome. That makes me really happy. Okay. It's the bestest. Thank you. You're welcome. So apparently the not whole gang is like a normal phrase and is like talks about baseball. Like it's people who do things with baseball, something baseball related, but it's fucking weird. I don't really understand like the historical significance of the not whole gang, but. Is it? It's okay. Is it where they had to like hang off of trees? No. Because like. No, it's like, oh God. Let me see if I can explain. Because I read a book called Samurai Shortstop in middle school, and it talked about how, like, the Japanese, after, like, World War II, like, obsessed over baseball. Oh, but- yeah, baseball still is a big thing in Japan. Okay, so, like, apparently um, they would swing their bats so much it would warp their arms in little kids. So in order to fix that, they would hang from trees for a little bit to, like, help correct their arms. Huh. Yep. You no. Know? Apparently, the knothole gangs came about as a professional ballparks were built first with wooden fences. So kids without the ability to buy the seats would find the wooden fences surrounding the parks and, like, knock out holes in the wood so that they could look through. So the holes were created when the knots in the wood were propped out. Ah. That makes more sense and is way less creepy than any of the things that we've talked about. (laughs) 
was anticlimactic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that that was kind of disappointing, actually. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We can we can move on from this. Yeah, so anyway, uh, these original not whole gang fellow not whole gang fellows uh, would. Like, they were very influential, and they would make plans for Birmingham here pretty often because they were influential. So that's kind of a fun fact from the Rainbow Room. Then in 1934, there was a wanted robber who was part of a crime duo who had, like, they would rob people in hotels, and that was just really common. They would travel all over the South doing that. So these guys, one of them got shot and killed in the lobby of the Redmont during a gun battle with authorities. Oh. Yeah. The, the second robber escaped. So, like, the way that they were found out in this place, the two men were holding up a guest, taking all of their val- valuables, when Detective A.C. McGuire walked up on them during the middle of the robbery. So, like, everybody freaks out. The detective gets shot and wounded in the upper arm and then, like, chases them out into the lobby where he called for backup and the shootout took place. So the robber was identified, the killed robber was identified as A.B. McCoy of Cincinnati, Ohio. They never identified his friend. Oops. Ha! Accidents happen, I guess. In 1946, huh? It really aggravates me that he has the Mick in front of Koi because it could have been ABC. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, me too. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I wonder if that was... I wonder if his name was something like Wackadoodle, like Abner. Avner? Abner. Yeah. Alvin? A lot of... uh, I mean... Albatross? uh, Yeah. At this time, when a lot of people (laughs) came from across... Like the seas, they would yeah. um, Americanize their names. Yeah, which is yeah. sad. That's sad. But, anywho. A couple of years later, in 1946, the hotel was purchased by a businessman and hotel magnate, Clifford Stiles. So Mr. Stiles was pretty well known, uh, doing all sorts of cool hotel junk. So in 47, the next year, he converted the entire top floor into a New York-style penthouse with terraces, a private elevator, and a lawn for pets. So, big fancy. Uh, what, the pen- what, 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 Huh? What? The penthouse. He, like, the, the entire top floor, he converted it into one big-ass <coughs> apartment. For pets? No. Pet grass? Yeah, pet grass. What the fuck is He pet- did pet grass. What the fuck is pet grass? It's normal grass, but it's where your dog pees and poops so they don't have to go out, like, down 14 floors and outside. So it's just a little grassy spot on the top of the building. Oh, 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 oh. On top of Does the building. that make more sense? Yes, yeah. thank you. Okay, I was like, Like, where the, the top f- floor. I was like, pet grass, like, you just go the fuck outside. It's all grass, pet grass? <laughs> like, I mean, it is if you believe. <laughs> I mean, technically, every piece of grass is a dog's bathroom. Correct. Some animal's bathroom. So. That was just a... So... That's kind of wackadoodle and fun. I actually am curious, like, when he turned it into, like, like, like there was terraces and obviously, like, a, a grass for the pets. Like, did he just knock part of the building down? Or is it, like, all the way up to the tippy top of, like, the, t- the the I guess, 15th floor, the roof, whatever? Did he just use roof space? I don't know. Anyway. I, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Um, so this penthouse was uh, used for a lot of crazy parties. Party hardy. Yeah, party hardy, New York style apartment. Let's go. Uh, it was also the home in which Clifford Styles he and he, he like raised his family. So oh. with all the crazy parties. Nice. That's kind of. <laughs> so uh, fun. Another wild fact. Um, do you know who Will or Hank Williams is? That sounds familiar. Who is Hank Williams? 
He was one of the most significant and influential singer-songwriters of the 20th century. Okay. He released 55 singles that reached the top 10 of the Billboard Country and Western bestsellers chart, and 12 of them that reached number one. Ah. So, yeah. Just okay. very, very influential artist. Okay. Um, in 1952, he spent a night at the Redmont and left the next day and died the next day. So... Whoops. That's kind of wild. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was another suite uh, in the hotel that was nicknamed... Yes. I love how you actually... I didn't even see this in your notes until, like, after all of that, like, until just fucking now, but I love how you fucking put in your notes <laughs> who Hank Williams is, anticipating, already knowing, that I didn't know who the fuck he is. I mean, I was just trying to be proactive, but I also didn't want to be like, hey, doofus, just click the link. When you were searching, so just going to let it go. Aw, thanks. You're so sweet. <laughs> You're welcome. Just going to let it ride. It's fine. So another suite was nicknamed the Lucky Governor's Suite because it served as the local headquarters for the su- like the successful Jim Folsom and George Wallace uh, Gerber Nate... Nah. What is that word? Gerber Natorial campaigns no. in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Gerber Natorial? No, Sorry, what, the, what the fuck is this word? Gerbernatorial, relating to state governor or the office of state governor. Ger- Gerber, no way. Natorial. Gerbernatorial. It's gubernatorial. Whatever. Gubernatorial. <laughs> this is fucking, it's fine. Gubernatorial. That's fine. Gubernatorial. <laughs> you stress me out. Okay. <laughs> But that's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So pretty much, like, both of them, like, had their headquarters out of that room, and both of them won the governorship, which is wacky. Oh, okay. So back to our good friend uh, Clifford Stiles. Unfortunately, in 1975, he passes away at the hotel, and the hotel, of course, changed owners several times afterward. Uh, No one kept it quite as long as Stiles during the times. Mm-hmm. So after a decade of decline, the hotel was purchased in 1983 by an investment group made up of NBA players, retired NBA players. Okay. Including uh, Karim Abdul Jabber. I'm assuming that's the right name. That's, Sorry, bud, I if think I that's, screwed it up. I think it's Kareem. Kareem? Sure. Let's go with that. Um, I'm not good at any name that is not offensively white. I'm so sorry, friend. <laughs> and then uh, Ralph Sampson. <laughs> I try, but I'm so bad at it, man. Oh, my God. It's fine. So uh, during their, like, purchase of it, are you going to Google it and tell me how to say it? No. Thanks. Maybe. Let's all wait with bated breath. Yeah, you definitely spelled it wrong. It's Kareem Abdul-Jabber. Yeah, it's Kareem. I got your last name right, buddy. Sorry. Anyone that likes uh, basketball is very angry at me. He also wears, he was the one who wears goggles. Oh, Interesting. Uh, um, Get it, my guy. He scratched his cornea. Ow! Ouch! That yeah, no. That fucking hurts. I, I've no, never had my cornea you. scratched, but like I, the the one and only guy that I dated scratched his cornea, and he said it was yeah. the he he vomited. He said it hurt so bad. Yeah. No, thank you. Don't I'm don't, good. Don't scratch your cornea, kids. Please. Ugh. So during their ownership, the hotel was added to the National Register of Historic Places on February. February 27th of that year. After that, a $7 million renovation led to a grand reopening in 1985. Okay. And then another refurbishment also took place under them uh, in 2000, 
which uncovered previously hidden architectural details and cleaned up the exterior. What were the, what were the, what, what, hidden? Was it anything juicy, anything good? No, no, nothing like spooky good or anything. It was just, you know, stuff. Can I just say? No. Um, I am going to say it anyway. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so whenever, like, when did it change from, like, any other search engine being okay to Google is the only one that fucking works? Because Google when listens d- to what you're saying. Okay, fair. Why? Uh, because I just accidentally used Yahoo instead of Google, and it led me to something in Istanbul, which is not what I wanted. What the fuck did you Google? Redmond Hotel. And it pulled up Istanbul. That's why I was like, that's fucking stupid. What is that's, this? That's stupid. Also, yeah. I love how instead of saying, how did you search something, it's how did you Google something. Correct. Because they're the preeminent searching thing. Ridiculous. Anyway. Okay. You know, just like pretty pretty bits inside the hotel, I guess. I have a, I have a, I have a yes. side Yes, please. Detour. I, I just for- sighed. I forget what it's called, Segway. actually. Not Segway. Segway? It's, no. Um, not derailed. I keep forgetting what it's called. When you, a tangent. I have a tangent. So did you know that there's a law when you copyright something, but it becomes commonplace that it's now used as the word? So like, um, so say, for example, can you pass me a Kleenex? Right. It's not a tissue. But like, because we have so colloquially acknowledged that like every Kleenex is now a Kleenex, that it can actually lose its copyright laws. Um, oh my god, that's the way to topple Bezos. From common use. What's the fuck? How, uh, uh shit. I can't, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but basically, like, like Velcro. Mm-hmm. Like, if you keep using the word Velcro, um, which is actually a, um, a, like a copyright name, because it's just so commonplace that it will actually like lose. It's not. I don't think it's like it's actually it's copyright of the name, but like it will become something. But anyways, I wonder if that'll happen to Google. Like because we say Google it, it's happened. I don't know. It's trampoline. It happened to the word trampoline. Trampoline was the brand name of the like jump on the thing, but because um it got used so much that trampoline was now just the name of the object and is no longer a copyrighted company name. Oh, that's kind of wackadoodle. Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to figure this out now, too. I'm kind of focused on that. That's frustrating. Yep. Huh. Trampoline and Tumbling Company. Ah, I cannot remember what the... 11 seemingly generic terms that are actually brand names. Trampoline. Uh, TV Dinner was actually a brand name. Swanson came up with it. Um, Adrenaline was actually a trademark name. Crockpot was actually a, a trademark name. Realtor for real estate agent was actually a trademark name. <laughs> Superheroes was actually a trademark. Oh damn! Yep. Styrofoam was a trademark. Band Aid, Hacky Sack, Lava Lamp, and Popsicle. These were all brand names that were so commonplace that they lost their trademark. Wow. Well, that's wackadoodle. Let's see. AKA brands of names that have become so cinema, uh, synonymous with product names that people don't realize are the brands at all and sometimes lose their trademark as a result. Interesting. Yep. Xerox is one that I feel like could have caught on, but it didn't catch on as well as it should have. No, because it got overtaken by something else. Ping pong, mm-hmm. escalator, tabloid, dumpster, and heroin. Interest. Heroin was a trademark? I guess. Huh. Like the Arby. Wow. 
whatever. Anyways, there you go. Interesting. Well, hey, thank you for teaching me something. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, sorry for that derailment. Go oh, ahead. no, that was beautiful. Never apologize. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, so in April 2006, the Redmond's ownership group announced plans to convert its two uppermost floors into nine one- and two-bedroom condominium with another luxury condominium in the penthouse. So the top three floors are going to be car condos. Ah, that's where the um, 684 rooms went. Yes. Okay. So the condominium would have included hotel services such as house cleaning, valet parking, room service, security and bellhop assistance, as well as access to the fitness center. I want a condo with fucking house cleaning. The fuck is this? That's great. That's very expensive, I'm sure. Uh, So other plans included adding a coffee bar or a donut shop at the ground level. And the owners also dropped their association with Crown Plaza and began operating the hotel as an independent hotel in preparation for this. Dope. Then everything got fucked in 2008. Ah. Because the recession. Actually, when I read the article, it called it the Great Recession. So I don't know if we're so far past it by this point that it actually has a fucking name. But that makes me really uncomfy if so. (laughs) We lived through it. I hate that. The Great. Yeah. Recession. I wonder if that's taught in history books as the Great Recession, because that makes me uncomfy. Yep. The Great Recession refers to the economic downturn from 2007 to 2009 after the bursting of the U.S. housing bubble and the global financial crisis. Ouch. It is now called the Great Recession. Well, that just makes me feel like ancient. Like Wikipedia, the federalreservehistory.org calls it the Great Recession. History.com calls it the Great Recession. I'm so sorry. I'm 95. That has just <laughs> aged me. I'm 95. I'm so old. You poor oh thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, oh, as I was doing my notes, I went, late 1900s? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh, uh, my goodness. Owie. Anyway, so okay. the Great Recession hit in uh, 2008. Mm-hmm. So after the award of... Alabama state historic tax credits in October of 2013, the hotel went under a multi-million dollar restoration that began in the next year. The restoration of the Redmont was assisted with the financial contributions not only from the Alabama historic rehabilitation tax credits, but also $400,000 in tax incentives from the city of Birmingham, because they really wanted this hotel to be like ready to go. So the interior designer that they hired was named Natalie Toy. She she was commissioned to play in the entire interior of the building. And the work was contracted to another local person, uh, the company from uh, Stuart Perry, and included completely updating all the guest rooms, adding new independently operated restaurants and a bar and cafe on the bottom level. Oh, Fancy. So the hotel reopened as part of the Curio Collection by Hilton brand on March 8th of 2016. The Redmond Hotel in Birmingham now consists of only 11 floors with 120 guest rooms. And uh, uh, spending the night there is about 170 bucks a night. Not that bad. No, it's really not. It's very, very nice hotel. There's like in the downstairs lobby, there's like marble flooring. Super pretty. Everything is like draped in grays and blues. And it's really pretty hotel, honestly. Very nice. If we ever go to Birmingham, let's, I want to stay there. It's pretty. We'll see. We'll go see Slas Furnace. Go to the Haunted Hotel. No. Fuck, <laughs> no. Fuck it. I was like, Sloss Furnace. Please? And I was like, no. We'll talk about that it. That sounds so fun. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We're never going to go. Whenever no. you say that, we're never going. That's <laughs> uh, fine. So, all right. Uh, hauntings. 
right? Because that's what kind of show this oh, is. Oh, I have a question. Yeah, I why have an the answer. F- why the fuck is it haunted? So hauntings, let's talk about those. Uh, so <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Are you asking me why it's haunted? I don't really have an answer. Like some people died there, I guess. Yeah, because you you just talked about nothing that mm-hmm. would make it haunted. Right, exactly. It's old as shit, and then there's some dead people, I guess. That's, and Bruh. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Nobody gave me any answers. Maybe if we visited, we would know. Yeah, Probably shut not. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so the hotel has some deaths associated with it, right? So, like, haunted. So some people have, have claimed that their baggage was moved, or, like, furniture was moved while they were in the room. Like they like they go to the bathroom and they come out and their shit's in different places, or they'll go downstairs and then come back and their shit's in different places. Spooky. (laughs) There are reports of doors closing and opening without assistance and no explanation. Lights will turn on and off by themselves. Like when like in in particular the desk lights. So if you get a room that has one of those little like work desks with the tiny chair that you sit at and there's like a clicky light. The clicky light will turn on and off. That's kind of gross. That's gross. Yeah, because you just imagine being half asleep and you hear the little, like, click. And then the light's on. Fucking Christ. <laughs> no, I'd be I'd, so mad. Mm-hmm. I would, too. I wouldn't even be scared. I'd just be like, turn the fucking light off. Be awful. So guests will often see a well-put-together man walking, like, in a suit, walking down the hallways with purpose, like, aggressively forward. Uh, like he's late to a meeting or he's, like, walking away to solve a problem. It's assumed to be Clifford Styles, which, I mean, that's a fair assumption, I'd say. Makes sense. Um, many people believe that he didn't leave after he died. He's just, like, continuing to work and, like, manage his building. Damn. So that's kind of fun. Imagine being such a workaholic. Oof. Yeah, you're still there in the afterlife. That? Mm-mm. Nope. So guests also report seeing Hank Williams walking around through the hotel. Whoa. Or sitting in chairs in some of the rooms. He only ever appears in the upper floors. Because, you know, he was an important guest, so he would, like, up floors, right? Okay. Guests have also heard the sound of a guitar being strummed, and then we'll hear portions of his songs being sung. Holy shit. So that's kind of wild. Other people have actually heard disembodied voices whispering his nickname, which was Old Hank. I hate that. You're welcome. Uh, Here's something that you'll like, because I like it. Probably not. So there is the, the spirit of a dog that wanders the hallways. But that's like sad. not a scary dog. No, just but like, like a, a little like. Huh. But that's so sad because that's the doggy that died. No doggies die. Doggies. I mean that's true. All dogs go to heaven. Yes. So says the the movies. Yes. But I think it's cute. Like a little dog wandering around is like not scary because it's just like a happy. I imagine it to be a happy little sausage dog, not like a big scary dog. Little sausage dog wandering around. Fair. Fine. <sighs> so anytime in this hotel. That you take a photo or a video, there's going to be an orb. Almost always. So that's what? Wild. Yeah. We're, like we're anywhere going. you take any t- Thank you. We're going to. No, Thank we're not you. spending the night. We'll, we'll go in the lobby and take a picture. And if there's no orb, I'm that's walking stupid. out. I want my money back. Uh, if the, You wouldn't have spent any money because we're just walking in. Now, like, if there is an orb, do we get to stay? Yes. All right, sold. All right, get in the car. We're going to Alabama. <laughs> All right, let me, like, drive eight <laughs> hours to you and then we'll drive the rest of the way. Perfect. Sold. Okay. Or you could just fly here and then we'll fly there. It's fine. We'll just meet there. That'd make more sense. That's stupid. Anyway. So guests actually, will sometimes... Actually. Yeah. We're so d- <laughs> I'm so dumb. What the fuck? Okay. Go ahead. Let's just fly there and meet. It'll be okay. 
We can go to Sloss Furnace, too. It'll be fun. Well, that's because, like, you don't have two airports next to you like I do. Okay, yeah, that's true. I have to drive, like, an hour and a half to get to an airport, but I, I, I literally, like, whenever I, I'm so close to an airport, whenever I go outside and talk on the phone, the sound of the airplanes flying over is too loud. That's, that's very how, true. I remember that. That's how very close true. I am to very the airport. Loud. Yeah. Loud airports. That should make your rent cheaper. Anyway, moving on. No, because we live in a... I think that's stupid. It should make your rent cheaper because you hear the planes all the time. Well, no, like at my work. Uh, Oh, 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 I get what you're saying. Yeah, because I still do hear them through like my chimney. Right. Eh. This this place is too bougie to like do that, so. Jellyfish. It's the jellyfish. It's the jellyfish. That's what sends it over. (laughs) God damn it. (gasps) I forgot about the jellyfish. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. So guests will sometimes feel uneasy. Like there's this like sketchy presence around them. Just sometimes, not all the time, just occasionally. Yes. I'm sorry. How do we get from talking about dead dogs and uh, orbs? The, the orbs. That's right. Yeah. That's how we okay. segue. That's how we segue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. No, you're great. Um, feel like there's a weird presence around them. And then sometimes they'll hear disembodied footsteps like walking past them down the hallway. It's me. That's cool. I'm the disembodied bo- footsteps. Thump, 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 thump. Big loud feet. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> no, I don't so walk there's... wildly. It's the trauma. Ha, I stomp. I know bad. you do. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I know. It drives Gary nuts, too. Like, yeah. he can always tell when I'm home because he's like, you're so fucking loud. Why do you walk so loudly? Yeah. I don't know. I just do. <laughs> I don't have an answer. You're great. Never change. Thanks. My feet aren't great. My feet are loud. <laughs> anyway. My last thing is that there is a woman in white who wanders through the hotel, just the it, hallways. She just would, wanders around. It wouldn't be haunted if there wasn't a woman in white walking around a, a exactly. hotel. There's a, always a woman in white, no matter always. what. Always. Always. Every haunted place, ah, there's a lady, she's wearing white. Yep. Except my So place. nobody's sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. She's, yeah, she's wearing black. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Fancy. Okay, go Interesting. ahead. Ooh. Uh, you're good. So there, there are rumors that she's like the spirit of a lady who died in one of the rooms or she was killed in her room, but nobody really knows which room and nobody really knows what happened to her. She just is there. And that's it. It's great. I don't, yeah, I don't know why this place is called like one of the most pla- haunted places in Alabama. I mean, maybe like the frequency. I don't I know. I think it's a frequency, but that would make sense. Everything wants to make their lay, 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 lays the claim, lay their claim on most haunted. Yes. Yeah, so spooky, so haunted, ah. So spook, so haunt. Too too ah. spooky for me. That's, that's the name. I of mean, it. everything's too spooky for you, bud. Then then you won't f- go with me. F- <laughs> I'm ready to fucking go. It's you who can't take off work and fucking anything. Okay, yeah. I'll All right, f- give me a date. Let's go. Literally, Sold. I w- I will finance the entire fucking trip. The only thing you have to worry about is food. I will pay for your plane ticket. I will pay for you Kay. to get there. Blake Sold. has to. Blake, drop her ass off at the uh, at the airport. That's all I ask. I'll I'll throw twenty bucks your way because I know gas is fucking stupid right now. I will pay for your plane ticket. Right. I will pay. I will pay okay. for. Where are we going? The hotel room. Where are we going? I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna make it worth like my wild. So like we I'm gotta telling go, you. We gotta, so somewhere somewhere on this side of the Mississippi, and um, this side of the Mississippi, um, and it's gotta be good. We can literally go to the, tr- the Transyl- Transylvania, Trans-Allegheny. allegheny Lunastic Asylum? Isn't that near me? Didn't we say we were going to go Relatively. there? Relatively. I will pay for your plane ticket to come up here. You know, we talked about Waverly Hills, which is in Kentucky, just slightly north of us. Yeah, but there's no fucking but, airport. Or for me. In Ken- 
in Kentucky. There probably is. Where is the Trans-Allegheny and Lugan Tickets Island? I don't remember. Someplace. That direction. I think it's towards you. It's West Virginia. Oh, shit. Let's go to West Virginia. Like... Oh, my God. We can see Mothman. Like... Like... I love him. Why can we not... Why can I not fly you up here? Let's go. Um, Google Meeps. Google Maps. Google Meeps. Wait, 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 wait. Tra- wait, what, what am I doing? Just... I don't know. What are you doing? Maps. Show me directions. Directions. Choose starting point. My house. Fucker. Give me... Sorry, we cannot calculate transit from your house to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Why? That happened to me recently. I tried to Google something and it was like, I don't know what... I don't... This doesn't exist. Even Driving. Though I found it. That's why. Because it was on the train. Oh. Um, oh my god, we could go to Savannah. There's so many haunted places in Savannah. Oh, that's true. Actually, because yeah. probably the fucking hotel we choose will be haunted. So it's a four-hour yeah. drive. Four-hour drive. To Trans-Allegheny? Yeah. Which isn't I mean, too that's bad. Not bad. Because I could, like, fly you up here. We could drive out there. I could get a hotel out there. Oh, also, uh, Eastern State Penitentiary is in Philadelphia. Okay, okay, okay. That's also an option. Eastern State, okay. Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Fuck. We go to Salem. Fuck it, we're going to Salem. Let's go to Salem. Salem, Massachusetts is way fucking farther. Yeah, okay, fair point. It's, okay. We gotta go to Salem someday. It's a three-hour drive to Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, Which is bad. not that bad. I would do that. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Sold. Um, I will book the plane ticket for you to come up, and we can make it like a quick weekend trip, and there you go. Sold. Okay. Do it in like November. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we'll, we'll throw this around. We'll, we'll... No, I was about to say, we'll figure out the details. <laughs> okay, because we actually got to get like, I can take time off. I don't know about you, so. Yeah, I can. I got PTO. Be fine. Figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. All right. So, like, so like she's calling my bluff. And I, hate it, and I hate it here. Nerd. I'm literally going to cling to you the entire fucking time. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. I'm going to be bruised. Bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> you have a strong grip. I'm complimenting I, oh, your grip strength. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. We're going to move on from this. Yes, please. All right. This is the part of the episode where we give shout out to our newest Patreon members. However, we do not have any newest Patreon members today. And that's okay, because we got two two new people that I still got to get your stickers. That's what I got to work on today. Tomorrow is sending the stickers and figure out how to fuck to send a sticker to Kananananada and then <laughs> get your present. Kananananada. Stop. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But if, like, you want to help us out in any other way, please be sure to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, you can also drop a rate and review, which is also kind of cool. Anywhere else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do... Rate and review. Even though you're going to drop a rate and review, I am too scared to look at rate and reviews to be like, to actually have these people who are like, your podcast sucks and it hurts my feelings. Oh, I'll look at it. We haven't in like a long time. Oh. At least I haven't. That's aggressive. It's not that I don't want to see everyone's nice comments about our podcast. It's just people are fucking mean. Oh, that's fair. I work in retail. Nobody can hurt my feelings. Oh, I don't. (laughs) I work in an office where it's like, if you're not nice to me, I cry. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, give give me the feedback. Are you googling? It? Are you looking it up right now? I was trying to. Oh, that's fine. I can look at it later. Google. I did not ask you if you like your job. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it it wasn't even the one next to me. It was the one like behind the fucking wall. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Get, oh. Can I talk about mine? Yes. Tell me. Tell mine's, me your story, please. Mine's pretty good. Yeah. So I have to like 
not like trigger warning this, but I have to give like a, I want to give like a, hey, this is a brothel. So oh. like, so like if you don't want to hear about that, because like I, I understand how it is kind of a little uncomfortable because I'm uncomfortable kind of. I'm not. I know. So. It's fine. Um, if you don't want to like hear about, cause like everyone knows what happens at brothels, like even all the bullshit and the bad stuff that happens. So like, if you don't want to deal, totally okay. Um, have a good night. Talk to you later. For everyone hey, else, <laughs> for everyone else who wants to hang around, welcome to the Red Onion Saloon. <gasps> I literally forgot to Google why it's called the Red Onion Saloon. Can you Google that for me real quick? Yeah. Oh, if I could fucking spell onion. Red Onion Saloon. Why name? <laughs> That's probably <laughs> it's a woman-owned business. Well, like is, I know what it, it is today, but like, why is it called the Red Onion Saloon? Like she renamed it back to the Red Onion Saloon, but it was originally called the Red Onion Saloon. Why is it called the Red Onion? Are Red Onions rare in Alaska? I don't fucking know. That doesn't tell me shit. Okay, that's fine. I'll just go ahead with my story. Okay, great. Tell me. Teach okay. me. Okay, so I got asked to, um, by the lady, fr- I asked the lady friend, I said, pick a state, and she said Alaska. So we're covering their lead onion saloon in Alaska. I forgot. Uh, what fucking town is this in? Skuag? God bless you. What the fuck is the name of the town? I don't know. What is the fucking name of the town? Shit. I know it doesn't, like, matter, but, like. It does, though. Town. It's fine. Skagway. There we go. God bless you. Yeah, it's called. It's that sounds Skag- like something from Borderlands. Yeah, that's what I was like. Ha ha. Skag Skagway, Alaska. Also, I'm not typing hard. It's they're just mechanical keyboard. So, anyways, I mean, I think you should type more aggressively. But. Like I dated a chick who, and I was typing. She's like, "Why are you typing so aggressively?" I was like, "It's literally made to be like to sound that way." She's like, "No, I just think you're punching the keys too hard." I was like, "She sounds insecure." Well, it was. The first bitch oh. I dated. Yeah. Oh, then yes. <laughs> ah! Anyways, so be Alaska in the 1800s. That's where yes. that's, that's the scene. Okay. Okay. And there's the Klondike Gold Rush. Klondike bars. I know. Is Klondike? What is Klondike? Is that it's just ice a cream? No. <laughs> but like, yes, but no. Klondike it, ice cream. Pretty sure Klondike is a region in Alaska. That would make sense. Yeah. Klondike. Klondike Adventures. Now what? Not the ice cream. Fight into a collection of Klondike. Now. It's in the territor- territory of Yukon. Name in rings. northwestern Canada. Canada. Okay. Uh, it, li- it lies around the Klondike River. Okay, cool. Bar, bitch. Anyways. Um, so Kanye, good. Kanye West did a, did a song and he, and he was like, oh, I forgot something about like what I would do for a Klondike bar and then what I would do. And then he said the D word. And I was like, oh, no. Okay, anyways. Oof. <sighs> All right. So you got Gold Rush, which means that there's going to be a surplus of minor men, right? Which is gross. Yes. So with men come beer, gambling, and then um, I put need for one-on-one companionship with pretty lady. Prostitution. There you go. You nailed it on the head. <laughs> Uh, so even though it was actually against the law, fun fact, it still is. It's anyway. Go ahead. Like, like, like. Okay, I'm saying of it is still illegal now, obviously, but like how predominant brothels were in Alaska with it being legal and just how openly operating they were. Okay, fair. It's like the, the Wild West, the same right, thing. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's like it was illegal, Yowch. but they literally did nothing about it. Ha! Whoops. Because like. There's some good reasons to have sex workers. So anyways, 
So this is kind of gross. It was about, so it was a tiny, not like a tiny town, but like a small town. And yeah. it was estimated to be about 300 women to 10,000 men. I'm reevaluating my entire life. It's disgusting. The more north you go, the less women, like the colder it gets, like statistically, the less women there that there are supposed to be. Huh. That's why I will not move. Except that like, I w- I'm pretty sure it's Denver, Colorado. There's like every one woman is 10 men. And the men are fucking weird. So that's why I also won't move to Denver, Colorado. Not that, like, I want a man. It's just that I also don't want to be harassed by men because they're apparently, like, a little bit more obnoxious because of, like, the least amount of women that there are. That's 33 men to one woman. Huh. Yep, there you go. The more you know, I'm just full of facts this afternoon. So anyways, yeah, you are. You're just ruining my whole day. Some of your facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyways. So, brothels. Right. So, there's a dime a dozen. They're everywhere. But there was nothing in town, like the Red Onion Saloon, okay? Okay. It was a bordel. Bordello. Bordello. Okay, I missed that. Yeah, I got you. Okay, bordello, casino, and saloon all wrapped up into one. It started construction in 1897 and finished in 1898. So it's a little little cute building. It's just a two-story structure. Um, It's white. And it's got like a storefront window, and it's just a cute little thing. It's just a, huh. just, a, just a cute little building. So downstairs was the or was and is the saloon and casino. I guess there's not a casino now, but there's still a saloon there. And upstairs were the rooms, the rooms, or actually they were called cribs, which I also <laughs> think is gross, fucking weird. Why'd you laugh? Because all I can think is like, uh, the oh my god. The show from the place and the th- MTV. MTV's show Cribs. That's yes. all I can think of. Oh, okay. Christ, okay. that's why I laughed. Okay, Ooh. that's funny. So anyways, um, the rooms were called Cribs, and there were 10 of them. So it meant there were 10 women at, 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 at most operating, and then there was also the madame's bedroom was also upstairs. She's the one that, like, ran the brothel, correct? Correct, and it, like, was supposed to, like, keep the women safe and operate the place. And I blah, mean, blah, like, blah. a woman-owned business, I guess. <laughs> anyways, fun fact... There were multiple doors into the cribs just in case of an emergency. So they couldn't oh. be right. So they couldn't be trapped in the room by okay, that's the acceptable. customer, correct. So it was actually so this is actually a pretty cool place. So like as we uh, I'll talk about like different things here and there, how like this whole system worked. It was pretty cool. So I guess maybe depending on who you ask, like like the women of the house were were treated well, but like as well as sex workers could be treated in a brothel kind of thing. Yeah. What the fuck are you on about? I just scratched my sunburn. Oh. Ooh. We're fine. You should just never go outside. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, the world exists outside my house. And also, so does my work and, you know, spending time with people that I love and all that stuff. Ow. Straight. Yeah. Anyways. I'm sorry. You good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. You'll be all right. We'll get through this together. So, so apparently the madame provided for all of them and kind of like took care of like their needs or whatever they, they needed, I guess. I don't know. And they even hired a bouncer to help like safeguard the women and the money. Okay. So each lady had a 12 hour shift. Jesus. With a client getting 15 minutes for $5. Ew. Yes. So that meant that they could have up to 48 clients. In a in a in a um shift. Ew. Is that right? Four times twelve is forty eight. Yep. Yeah, that's that's way too many. That's I I literally put my notes. Ow. Yeah. 
Ouch. No, thank you. Ouch, Mm-mm. ouch, ouch. Um, but the joke is, it's not like they all lasted 15 minutes. Anyways. $1.25 went to the women. Okay. $2.50 went to the madame. And a dollar twenty five went to the bouncer. Okay. Which apparently at the time paying a woman a dollar twenty five was a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. So But fun fact, no no woman was killed in the brothel by a client. Oh. And that just a nice fun fact. (laughs) No. No. So anyways, how the system worked is that there were ten dolls in the bar and one for each of the ladies upstairs. Okay. So if a doll was upright it meant that the lady was available for the representative for, for like representing the doll, and if the doll was laying down, it meant that the lady was busy with the client. Isn't that gross? I hate all of this. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so like clockwork, the client would leave after fifteen minutes, and if the um, client did not leave uh, willingly after the fifteen minutes, the bouncer would bust down the door and pull yep. him out of there. But that, yep, reasonable. Yep. So as for the money. This is actually kind of cool. Okay. The ladies would take the $5. I put doll hairs in my notes. And actually would drop it down into a copper tube in the flooring. So the copper tubing, thank you. The copper tubing actually led to these like little safe boxes behind the doll, like behind the representative dolls. Okay. So like the dolls actually like were linked to the room upstairs and so whenever they dropped the money in it would go down into their own respective safe box and at the end of the day they would get their money from their own safe box huh and then neat. yeah that's actually really cool yeah i thought that was i thought that was like uh, pretty cool uh, pretty cool so after the klondike gold rush obviously because like they mined out all the fucking gold it's gone yeah, all, they got all of the ice cream and chocolate <sighs> <laughs> don't ruin this this is my time to shine. I can't do anything else. I know. <laughs> they uh, The gold rush moved to Nome, Alaska. So people moved on from the area, which meant oh. like less men and um, less business. Whoops. So the Red Onion stayed open. Are you still drinking that vodka? Yes, but I also have a cup with uh, like tea wine in it. Then I've just been switching between the two. Tea wine? What the fuck is tea wine? It tastes like uh, sweet tea, but with wine in it. It's pretty good. What the fuck brand is it? I don't remember. Something sassy. It has like a sassy lady on the front, but I can't remember what the brand name is. Naughty. Gary just said naughty tea because he bought it for me. Naughty tea. All right. Anyways. Weird. All right. So um, the Red Onion stayed open as a dance hall. Ooh. Where, where the men would go to dance with the ladies and then go dance with the ladies later. Ew. I hate, I hate all that. Anyways, but um, depending on who you ask, that did or didn't happen. Uh, the only known record for the brothel being open was two years. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So who knows? So, of course, with the decline of the gold rush in the area, um, they actually moved the building. What? They moved the, the whole entire building. Like with logs? Yep. Oh. So there was a... Tra- there was a train station nearby. Okay. And it was believed that the saloon, or at least the building, uh, could be used if they just moved it closer to the station. I'm not quite sure how far the building was moved, but in 1914, the building was lifted onto rolling logs and moved closer to the station. Huh. I didn't think that was going to be like an actual thing. Interesting. Yep. Huh. You, can, you can move a building. 
Yeah, but I meant logs. I wasn't expecting that, but that does make sense. Interesting, interesting, interesting. You, you could do it. They've, they've done it with logs. It's fucking long and a hard process, but it, they did it. That makes which, sense. Which getting it onto the logs is my, like, big question, but at any rate. So, uh, where it sits, where they put it in 1914 is where it sits today. So, it is not its original location, but. Okay. So, since the saloon has been moved, it has been a number of different things throughout the years. It has been a pharmacy, a telegraph station, World War II barracks, a bakery, a TV station, and a gift shop. Huh. Huh. Well, ain't that interesting. Ain't that just neat? In 1890, the building was renamed back to the Red Onion by its now current owner. I think it's, I don't want to say Jan. It's a chick. Jan Rentmore. It's J-A-N. Yeah, Jan. Okay, Jan Jan Rentmore. She got her liquor license and renovated the place to be in tip-top shape for a saloon restaurant. Well, that's fancy. Mm Mm-hmm. The copper pipe... Mm -hmm. You accept? I accept. Oh, okay. So, the copper piping were considered a fire hazard, which I guess, like, the flow of air... Like, that could be a thing. That's the only thing I can come up with. Was fire hazard. So they removed uh, removed it during the renovations. Cool fun fact is that they had to, like, undo the floorboards to get to the p- copper piping in those rooms. And a lot of the women had, like, stashed their stuff under the floorboards. So they found a bunch of their stuff in the floorboards of the cribs. Oh, crib that's r- fancy. Crib rooms. Yeah, wouldn't that? That's pretty cool. So the second floor was once used for offices and changing rooms for the workers because... I'll, I wrote it somewhere else, but I'll talk about it now. The saloon and restaurant that is there today, the women who work there wear late 80s, early 1900s, those like flapper dresses, not flapper dresses, um, those red and black frilly dresses. Okay. That, that was worn at the time. Huh. So they like dress up to like the time period dresses. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that ain't. So where did I stop? Okay, so once used for change rooms, but um, as Alaskan cruises started to come up to the area, they actually decided to turn the second floor into a brothel museum. Oh! I was not sure where you were going with that when I heard brothel as the first word. They turned it back into a brothel. Ah. Ah. Sorry, I was yawning. All right. It's okay. So before that, and and keep this in mind, because this is a ghost story later, they would let traveling musicians, musicians crash in the um, madame's room after they would play at the Red Onion. Interesting. We're going to come back to that. Okay. So today, uh, the woman, the woman-owned business, so Jan still owns the business. She, she employs women, your excuse, to um, dress in those bright red and, and black trim outfits, shits, um, outfits and shit from the late <laughs> 1800s. I can't talk. Holy shit. It's okay, like, me cra- too. I'm like crashing. Okay. So, um, woman owned, uh, woman employed. Obviously, I'm sure there's some men that work there, but like they like do tours. So, like the women all like, like work downstairs as like servers. And then they also give tours in the brothel upstairs and do like history stuff. And they actually have in the brothel museum like there those those things that they found underneath the floorboards like on display. And they also got like additional stuff to be like, this is what it was like being a sex worker during that time. And they also have like, um, the Madame's room on display to, like, show, like, how she lived. And then also the saloon downstairs. They tried to, I think they tried to hold it as, um, preserve it as well as they could. Yeah. So it's, it still has that feel of, like, you're walking back into, like, the late 80s, early 1900s. 
on their website, I think it's really cute, um, where they're wearing like their corset around the dress thing. They have yeah. they have dollar bills sticking out of their corset, and I think it's really funny. <laughs> dollar dollar makes you holla. Dollar dollar. I, I literally put have dollar dollar bills sticking out of their corset <laughs> thingies. I literally put that in my notes. Okay, so anyways, um, on their website it says that they were voted best small town bar in Alaska. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that neat. That's pretty neato torpedo. Okay, so this bitch is haunted. You ready? Oh, really? Surprise, not tell me. Um, okay, so before we do that, I gotta talk about a woman. Okay. Because there is a spirit of a woman that exists or uh, that just hangs out in the Red Onion. And her name is Lydia. Okay. And her story is a bit sad. Oh, so, no. So this is a bit of a trigger warning. I'm. It's just, you can imagine a sex worker and how that kind of turns out sometimes. So just a yeah. uh, trigger warning. Just kind of skip ahead for a minute. Uh... <laughs> the uh, she was a woman that worked at the brothel for like probably the majority of the time if not the full two years and um apparently one of her male clients gave her a fatal std from it well shit so she was kind of distraught from it as anybody yeah. would as anybody would be uh she eventually kicked her own bucket yeah i yep. cannot disagree i probably would have done the same Yep, so she kicked her own bucket and said, nah, I'm good. So, yeah. She is a spirit that hangs around on the second story of the saloon. Does she fuck with people? I hope she does. I would. She loves to caress women that come through the second floor. Women? And, and then fucking hates men. Ah. ah. When, they, when they come into um, the second story. Men have reported feeling kicked or scratched when they're up there. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. So she definitely fucks with them. She's also seen sometimes as a uh, full body apparition walking around Ew. in Lamb's room. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Jesus. Um, another another website said that she was also seen in a long long black dress on the staircase. <gasps> the black dress lady. Yeah, it's the black dress lady that I was talking about. <laughs> Spooky. There's also definitely a strong ass aroma on the second floor, like you cannot miss it, of lilac. Oh. Yes. So it also comes along with cold spots that are often felt in the madame's room. So a lot of theorists think that it's Lydia's perfume. Okay. But it also could be to the madame's. I don't know. But like, it's really just loud and it smells yeah. like lilacs. Yeah. No, that's a that's a pretty loud smell all on that's, its own. That's a loud smell. That's a... That's a loud smell. Loud. Smell of it. There's also a lot of cold spots upstairs. Okay. That would a make lot. sense. Like, like, even though it's Alaska, it's just a lot of cold spots. It's extra cold spots. Someone on the second floor waters the plants in the madame's room. Apparently, someone caught Lydia watering the plants. Like, a full body apparition of her watering the plants? Yes. What a nice lady. What a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was cool. What a sweetie. Someone someone saw a shadowy figure apparently watering the plants. It's like, that's pretty cool. So there's another spirit, another possible spirit in the saloon, and they suspect that it's the bouncer, and they have named him John. Okay. All right. He doesn't fucking like men. Big surprise. A maintenance crew was called in to do some work on the second floor, and as they were, as they were at the top of the stairs, they were violently shoved down the stairs. Both of them were. And they said it was by like a really strong presence. Well, that was rude. Just fucking yeeted them. Jeez. And then there was also a local town leader person thingy guy. Okay. Local town leader. I don't fuck mayor or 
board person. I don't fucking know. He was out. He was also checking out the second floor two times when he okay. went up there. He was either like tripped, shoved, and he said also by like a overpowering hostile presence. It's the bouncer. He was like, get the fuck out of here. You don't it's, belong up here, bud. It's men. Um, I guess he doesn't like them. Anyways, so yeah. a tall tale sign that he is around is bad body odor. Ew. Isn't that nasty? What a gross man. Go shower. Yeah. Also, when the staff are upstairs changing, he'll like rip the door open. Oh, that's rude. No. Buddy. No, no. But that's kind of like how if there was any incidents, like incidences happening... With the women, oh. he would rip the door open. So I think that yeah, that's okay, like fair. that's like a replay of, of those incidences. Okay, that makes more sense and that's less bad. Yeah. So slight slight trigger warning. No, for no. Mur- for murder. Oh. The rumor has it is that John was apparently stabbed to death by a prostitute for harassing her way too much. Oh. So there's that. Well. But there's just a lot of auditory activity on the second floor. And this is the fucking wild story that I like. Oh, no. Okay. So there was one incident because, like, you can hear walking and, like, door slamming shut. But um, there was one incident that was so bad that they called the police. Okay. It, w- it was during a time when the red saloon was shut down and no one was supposed to be in it. And there was, like, I think, like, only one person in the building at that time. Okay. Um. The employee was downstairs, and they said that they heard somebody just fucking running down the hallway. Jeez. And, like, like bounding down the hallway so loud. And then there was just pounding on a door and just a ruckus upstairs. And this person straight up thought that there was somebody upstairs. Oh, 100, 110%. So they called the cops. And when the cops showed up, they went upstairs. And they saw a shadow figure go down the hallway and bolt, oh, into, yeah, bolt into the madame's room. And... When that happened, the cops took off after this person, obviously, when they got into the madame's room. No one was there. So the last story. Remember how I said the musicians would, like, spend the night? Yes. Once upon a time, there was a musician that was staying the night. Okay. After a show. So he was crashing in the madame's um, suite room there. Crib. And uh, and so he woke up to apparently a bright light in the room. Okay. And then all of a sudden, he started to feel this sensual sensation no and um yep by something else in the room that was like doing that to him well i mean he was in a for lack of a better term a working girl's area and she just assumed oh it's a dude hey oof yikes oof so anyways big yikes that's the red onion saloon thank you for coming to my uh scary place what a i feel like zachary bagel bites went there the I think Taps went there. Hmm. Transatlantic Paranormal Society. Yeah. I know. I think they went there twice. Hmm. I don't think Zachary Bagelbice has been there, which is interesting, because it's a very notoriously haunted place. Uh, maybe not. <coughs> Ghost Hunters has done an episode or two here. Yep. Ghost Weird. Hunters went there a couple times. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because Zach is so like. Um, aggressive when he was younger they were like we don't fucking want you here no probably I don't know that's wild I don't know but here we are that's the red on the ceiling thanks for thanks for coming that's that was good thank you for telling me I thought that was a pretty good place yeah I'm not gonna lie a 10 out of 10 yeah how many how many ghosts out of 10 uh prob- probably a solid 8 ghosts out of 10 <gasps> thank you you're welcome thank you <coughs> okay great alright so 
I'm going to wrap this up because I actually want to go to the gym. Okay. Sue, it was nice knowing you. Oh, my God. You, too. Don't say so. it like you're never coming back, you weirdo. But, like, I'm not coming back until next week. Well, I mean, that's fine. It but it's nice sh- knowing you is, like, forever. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> is it? Yeah, it was nice knowing you. Until next week. That's better. I'm cha- okay. So, un- whatever. I don't know. My head hurts. <laughs> but, um, okay. If you want to check us out, please be sure to head over to our website at www.hauntherbarelynowher.com. We might lose that fucking domain name. So no, we won't. No, we won't. I'm pretty sure we will. I'm pretty Put sure it, it runs mail. out on the, on the 15th. So I'll just give you my card number. I'm going to ship it out anyway, but like, oh. I'll give you my card number. Oh. You goof. Okay. Then I need to also write that down on the list of things <laughs> to do tomorrow. Anyways. All right. So um, <laughs> we have a contact page if you want to like drop a, hey, please do this. Please do this thingy. Please yeah. do this topic. There we go. Topic. Yeah. I didn't think of the fucking name. So we are also on social media-ish, Instagram and Twitter at... H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I'm on Instagram. It's always on Twitter. We need to hire somebody to work our social yeah. media. You need yeah. to get a little bit more uh, traction, and then we can probably like hire somebody to do it. Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah. Great. Okay, cool. Great. All right. Um, anything else? Anything else we need to announce? No. I don't cool. think so. Okay. okay I'm going to go to the gym. Cool. I'm going right. to go take a nap. Take a nap. You deserve it. You work hard. Ah! <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to awkwardly sign off here. Until next time. Ha her. I barely know her. Are those ladies with the dolls. Ladies of the nights. Uh-huh.